Psachim, Perik Gimel, Mishnah Ches, 3.8, the last of the Perik, and this Mishnah actually is connected to the previous. In the previous Mishnah, we had talked about the requirement under certain circumstances to go back to do Bir Chomets, even though you left already. Our Mishnah will consider the question of when you have to go back to burn your Kachim Kalim in Yerushalayim. So let me explain the backstory here. Sacrificial meats had to be eaten in very specific places. There are two categories of sacrificial meats, the more sanctified, kadshe kachim, and the less sanctified, kachim kalim. Kadshe kachim must be eaten in the temple courtyard, the azara, only by the kohanim, whereas kachim kalim, the lesser sanctified meats, can be eaten anywhere inside the walls of Yerushalayim. Now the rule is that if you take the meat outside of the zone in which it may be eaten, so then the meat becomes invalidated and has to be brought back to where it's supposed to be eaten and burned over there. So our mission is going to talk about a person who had some kudshim kalim in his possession, and instead of eating it, he had some left in his Tupperware, and when he walked out of Yerushalayim, he took the Tupperware with the kudshim kalim with him. So now he has to go back and burn it. The question is just how far out of Yerushalayim he can be before we say, listen, it's it's too much to go back, burn it where you are. So that's the question. So the mission here says, V'chein. The same kind of principle applies regarding going back. But here we're talking about Kachim Kalim. Misha Yatsim Yushalayim. If one left Jerusalem, V'nizkar sheyesh biyado basar kodesh. And he realizes, oh, I have some Kachim Kalim in my possession. So do I need to go back to burn it in Yushalayim? Go shlep all the way back there? So it depends. Im avart sofim, if he's past the place called Sofim, so then he must burn it, then he doesn't need to go back. He can burn it when he remembers. So the word Sofim, which um, is related to the word um, Litzapot, to to look out, to view, kind of like related to the word Tzipisali Yeshua, did you, the famous question to ask after you die, did you look forward to the redemption, anticipate the redemption? So Tzipisat Litzapot, Sofim, same word, um, so some of us understand there's a specific place called the Tsofim, and if you pass that place on the road, you don't have to go back. Others understand the word Tsofim is a general expression for any place where you're able to still see the Harabais. If you can still see the Harabais, so then you are within the zone called the Tsofim, the place where you can see it, and that's the place from which you have to still go back. In modern Hebrew, we have Har HaTsofim, Mount Scopus, um, which is a mountain upon which you can, like with the Hebrew universities, you can look over and see the Harabayas. You have a view of it. Um, and the word scopus, like the word, you know, scope, scope out, telescope, etc., means to view, same idea. So that was Martin Scopus, but I'm not necessarily sure if Tsofim and Scopus are the same thing at all. Maybe no connection. I don't know. In any case, so if you pass that place called Tsofim, then you don't need to go back. Sorfo Bimkomo, you can burn it right where you remember. Vim love, if you have not yet passed the Tsofim, then Choser, you have to go back, Visorfa Lifneha Bira. You have to go back to Jerusalem and burn it in front of the Bira, Me'atzehamaracha, with the wood of the pyre from the altar. So just let's just go slow here. The word Bira is a, literally means something like the mansion or the castle. And it's a machlokus between Rabbi Yochanan and Reishlakish if it refers to a specific building on the Harabais, outside of the temple complex there, called the Bira, and according to Yochanan, that's where you do your burning of Kachim Kalim. 
According to Rish Lakish, the entire temple complex is referred to as the Bira, and you have to just go over there somewhere to burn it. Now, technically, since Kadshe Kadshim can be eaten anywhere inside the walls of Yerushalayim, so you could burn it anywhere inside the walls of Yerushalayim. So here we're not saying that you must go back to the Bira to burn it over there. We're saying you may go back to the Bira. And if you go back to the Bira, then you will be using Atzei HaMaracha, wood from the pyre. That is to say, if you want, you have a home in Yerushalayim, you have access to wood, you can just burn it wherever you want to burn it inside Yerushalayim, and that's acceptable. If, however, you don't have your own wood, or you don't want to provide your own wood because you're a cheapskate, so then you can go to the place called Bira, and they will provide you with wood. And if you go to the Bira, you must use the Atzei Maracha, the wood from the temple supply that's used on the, on the pyre there, um, to burn it. And that's an important provision that we make to make sure that people who are cheapskates don't say, I'm not going to bother burning it because I don't want to pay for the wood that it takes to burn it. So either burn it wherever you want to in Shalim on your own dime, providing your own wood, or go to the Bira, there in the Harabayas, a specific place, or the or just a general place there, and um, you'll be provided with wood from the Atzei Maracha, the wood from the pyre on the altar, and there you will um, burn your Kadshe Kadshim, which left Yerushalayim. You might ask, how could you use wood that was dedicated for the use on the Mizbeach for burning some pasal Kadshe Kadshim? The answer is, Kadshim Kalim, I should say, sorry. Um, the answer is, you would be right in thinking that, but the Bezdin said that when people consecrate, when people consecrate the Kadusha of the Atzei Maracha, the wood for the pyre on the altar, so included in that is a condition that you can use it to burn invalidated kachim. Okay, so we walk away from that saying that you don't have to go back if you pass the tzofim. If you didn't pass the tzofim, you must go back. But beyond that, the Mishnah wants to know if there's some de minimis exemption where the amount of meat you have is so small that even though you haven't yet passed the tzofim, it's just not necessary to go back through Shalom to get rid of this tiny crumb of meat. So, and this mission now kind of comes full circle with the previous mission, and we're going to ask for the requisite amount that forced you to go back to burn your kachim, kachim, kachim kalim. Gosh, I hope I didn't mix it up earlier in the mission. If I did, I'm sorry. The whole mission is about kachim kalim, the lesser sanctified. If I mixed it up, I apologize. Before. And also, it now wants to query our, based on our previous mission, when we said you have to go back to do your beer and your chametz, we're asking how much chametz we're talking about back at home that makes you go back to rush back, if you're going to go rush back before rushing forward again to do your mitzvah, whatever your mitzvah was in the previous Mishnah. So, we're going to have three shitas. The mission here says, chosrin, for how much do you have to go back for? So, Rebbe Meir Omer Zeveze Bekabeza. Rebbe Meir holds that both for chametz and for kachim kalim, the amount for which you have to go back is a kabeza, an eggs amount. And Rabbi Meir's sheet is based on this, his principle that chazaraso katumaso, the amount that forces you to go back, is the same as the amount which, uh, let's say, conveys tuma. Everyone agrees that foodstuffs, ochlin, can only convey tuma if it is in a volume the size of a kabeza, an eggs volume. There's a machlokus, by the way, if food less than a kabeza can receive tuma. But everyone agrees that it can't convey tuma until a kabeza inside. And therefore, we're saying that if food, ochlin, whether it's chametz or whether it's kachim kalim, how much does it mean a significant amount of food? Enough to convey tuma. If it's less than that, it's not significant, and therefore you don't need to go back for it, neither to burn the kachim kalim, nor to go back to do beer chametz uh, if you're rushing up to do a mitzvah. 
That's the first sheet, Rebmeir. The second sheet is Rebbe Yehuda. And Rebbe Yehuda Omer, He holds the measurements, the, the limit is a kazayas. And it applies both to going back for chametz, if you're running through a mitzvah, as well as to go back and burn your kachim kalam. Both are at a kazayas. His rationale is chazaraso isuro. What defines something, food stuff, as being significant at the threshold where you have to go back for it, is at what point it becomes forbidden. So the same way the one could be liable for kares for eating chametz on Pesach in the amount of a kazayas, one olives amount. So that's the amount you have to go back for. And similarly, one would be liable for eating forbidden kachim uh, kalim, sacrificial meats that left Yerushalayim, um, if the amount that went out is a zayas amount, a olives bulk amount. And therefore, it's that's the amount for which you have to go back for. Finally, of the Chacham. The Chacham differentiate. They say, Basar Kodesh B'Chazayas. When it comes to going back to burning your Kachim Kalim, then even a Kazayas amount, a Kazayas is half of a Kabeza. So even a Kazayas amount will require you to go uh, back. We're more strict when it comes to Kachim, because Kachim is generally more strict. This is Kachim Kalim. Um, whereas the Chametz, when it comes to Chametz, which is less strict than Kachim, you don't go have to go back to burn it from your mitzvah unless you have at least the kabetz of chametz left behind. The Allah is like the chachamim. So that means for kachim, you have to go back even for uh, kazayas to burn it. But when it comes to chametz, if you left it to your mitzvah, you don't have to go back unless you have left a full kabetz's worth of chametz um, back home. Less than that, you can lechachila, go do your mitzvah and just be mavatal. You're less than a kabetz amount of chametz in your home, in your heart, or verbalize it as the machlokas is, and that's going to be sufficient.